Welcome. 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 Team, it's Tuesday. It's fireside chat time. Welcome to our group call. I hope you all had an absolutely wonderful long weekend. I know I certainly have. It's been delightful. Whoops. It's been delightful. I hope you all had the best time. I hope you all have had the best time. Job. <coughs> Excuse me. Jump into comments and tell me the best thing about your weekend from having four days off. I'll tell you the best thing for mine. Honestly, having full time to properly detach. Those who know me well know that I find it difficult to detach from projects and ideas and things, but actually it's one of the most important things that we need to do. So I had time out, completely fully rested, uh, went for a nice bike ride on Saturday morning in the sunshine. It was absolutely delightful. So tell me, folks, in the comments, what was the best thing about your long weekend? Um, assuming that you've all had a long weekend. I know there are clearly some that might not have done, but I hope you've had the absolute best time. While you're doing that, I'm going to get stuck into today's subjects team. Today, I've got a few things I want to dive into. Now, as we are in the adventure coach, as we are developing and bringing out the best, most adventurous version of ourselves, there are certain things that can come up that we really need to dive into. Certain things that we really need to understand as we are progressing forward to ensure that we are actually still indeed progressing on the journey forward, not just being there. Mr. Laura Makings, in making the most of each day this weekend, not a minute wasted, but still felt restful and recharged. Yeah, 100%, 100%. I think every week should be a four-day weekend because it was delightful. It was absolutely delightful. And actually, some of the things that we do miss out on in our journey to the best, most adventurous, most adventurous version of ourselves is indeed time off, is indeed time to detach. There are certain thought, thought processes that we're all going to go through when we have time off. Number one, guilt, not doing anything, not progressing forward. We are not, um, we're not doing what we think we should be doing because we don't see rest as productive. So therefore, we just fill it with stuff. But ultimately, as any high-end pro athlete will tell you, the rest and recovery part of their training and development is the hardest part because they have to sit down. Yes, they will sit and watch Netflix and eat cornflakes. True story. Iron Man, um, triathlete, world champions do exactly that as part of their rest and recovery structure inside their training. Ruth Morris, packing your husband off for two weeks. Amazing. <laughs> Where's he gone to? I hope he's coming back. Because the thing is, team, when we are rest and recovering, this is when we can recharge our batteries. We can step out of the progress that we're trying to do. Most important way of doing this is stepping away from work. This is probably the most relatable aspect of rest and recovery. Being able to go home, detach, not think about emails, not think about all the stuff going on in the background, because we need to have that detachment. Friday off, had a good run in the sunshine, weekend back to work, plus the weather has gone back to winter again. Yes, it's certainly turning around a bit more now, isn't it? It's, uh, with a trip to Scotland coming up at the end of this month for Tony, who is running, indeed running the 10. Um, I'm going to be up in Fort William all week as well. And yes, keeping an eye on the weather, but it's looking a little bit wintry at the moment. Mr. Sam Scully finally moving back to a permanent base and getting ready for the next eight weeks. Amazing, my friend. Can't wait to catch up and learn all about it um, and see where you're at for that first eight weeks. That's absolutely brilliant. Now, the thing is, team, as we go forward, we need to understand that there is a difference between accomplishment and enjoyment. Now, let me put this into context. 
when we accomplish things, it feels good, right? We do things and it feels good. We get a dopamine hit, fantastic. But there's, there's a stark difference between accomplishing something and actually enjoying it. There is a difference between doing the thing and becoming the person who can do the thing. The former puts all of their value in the actual end game itself, in the result, in the time. I was thinking about this actually today. So today I was running around in the North Wales Hills. It was fantastic. It was a bit windy. It was a bit wet. It was perfect. It was brilliant. And I found myself looking at my watch a lot, looking at my watch a lot, looking at my watch a lot. Now, for clarity, I kind of tend to try and average a certain pace that I'm aiming for for my Cape Wrath Challenge because I want to start drilling, working at that particular speed. And I keep looking at it. I'm thinking, ah, oh, you know, maybe I'm off the pace, whatever. I've been going for so long, going for whatever distance. And actually, by the time the weather closed in, I had to put my sleeve over my watch. I had to put a glove on and an overglove on just to kind of keep going. And that meant that I couldn't look at my watch. I felt it vibrate every sort of kilometer because that's the split that it uses. But I forgot how many kilometers it had done. I forgot. I lost count. I wasn't counting. And actually, it came to me, as we're doing these challenges, as we are growing and developing, ultimately, team, accomplishment and enjoyment are completely disconnected. You want to be going out to do the thing, to enjoy doing the thing. And that's why I'll encourage a lot of you to go out and do training sessions without your watch or your phone or your Garmin or whatever it is that's on. But just go out and enjoy yourself. I'm terrible at putting workouts on Strava because I'm terrible at taking my watch, turning it on, actually having it charged. Because I want to just go out and do the thing and not get bogged down by the accomplishment of splits or Strava segments or whatever. Because it doesn't matter. There are certain elements of training that do require timings and pacings. Of course, we need to. What gets measured gets improved. But for the large majority of us, we need to have time in our training and development to go out and actually enjoy it. To go out and feel like we are progressing in something that we are trying to become more competent in. And for that, that can be a case of finding the enjoyment in running without a watch. Understanding that there is a difference between those two things, accomplishment and enjoyment. Because as you're progressing, you'll understand that. Now, accomplishment can lead to burnout. It can lead to misery. It really can, because you're just trying to push and push and push and push. Everybody here who's been in the adventure coach long enough to achieve a big goal, if you've got a big goal on your, um, on your horizon and you get to the end of it, you're going to be faced with a decision point. You're going to feel like you need to find the next thing to do or you're going to feel like you're not going to do anything else after that because you deserve a rest. I hate the word deserve. It doesn't, it's not, it, 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 shouldn't, it shouldn't really be applied to us because who is anyone to say what you deserve and what you don't deserve? Ultimately, if you want to rest after you've done an event, rest. But look at how you're going to progress next. Don't look at it as a, I've done that now, I can just chill forever. You know, having just done that accomplishment. Because the value of that accomplishment has just gone. The value of going out to do something because you enjoy it and you just so happen to get faster times or certain stats. That's a different way of looking at things. And actually can be a more sustainable way of looking at things. Because ultimately we want to bring out our best, most adventurous self. And for that we need to actually enjoy things. So... This is how we look at that difference. And the difference is then dictated by our values. What do you value? You go out running on trails, why? What, what do you value about that? I, I, I value the, the freedom. I value the experience. You know, what do you value about those things? 
you might have guessed by now and experienced by now that if you're part of the adventure coach, this isn't something where you're just going to get a training program and it's like, see you later. You know, I'm going to challenge you in ways that potentially you've never been challenged before. Challenge your ways of thinking to understand what you do value, to do the deep work, because you need to apply it. Because we need to apply not only your body and what you feed it and how you move it, but also how you drive it. The ECU, you know, the brain behind what it is that, that you're doing, behind you, the identity behind you. And the more you understand that and the more you do the sometimes uncomfortable dive into what that's all about, the more you understand yourself better. Because we want to understand more, but we want to understand other people better than we understand ourselves, naturally, because it's not a very nice place to be sometimes, to do that deep work. But we need to, we need to, we need to get in there, we need to figure out what's going on. It's like a big disordered filing cabinet in the brain. And sometimes we just need to start with the first bit and shuffle through a few things and neaten them up, and then the next bit, and then the next bit, and then the next bit. Now, the thing is, as we are developing, there are certain things that we need to understand. Ultimately, as we are progressing, we're using a brake pedal and an accelerator pedal. And what we need to do, instead of just accomplishing, accomplishing is foot to the floor, poof, go. 100 miles an hour, max chat, let's just go. Bosh. All the time. It's not sustainable, is it? You do that in a car, clearly something's going to go wrong. You're either going to crash, or you're going to run out of fuel. Sometimes you need to put the brakes on, right? And you need to have that relationship between up and down. If you're putting the brakes on, you are recovering. You are pulling yourself back. We don't need to go hell for leather all the time. Things like boot camps and stuff like that. This is where potentially they can fail people because they are the opportunity for people to go absolute max chat as many times as they want per week. But that's not helping anybody. Yes, it's giving them an outlet to doing that particular exercise. That's okay. But if that becomes something that people rely on solely for their exercise, there's no progression, there's no periodization there. I know, because I run one. And ultimately, we have to try and force progression into that and periodization. There will be weeks off. There will be times where we're focusing more on heavier weights and other bits and pieces. You need to have that mixture of training stimulus. That's the same with every single person here in terms of their fitness, their nutrition, and their mindset their lifestyles, social lives, work lives, all of this will fit into this. You need to understand there are brake pedals and there are accelerator pedals. There are times to push and times to pull. There are times to accelerate, times to brake. And as you are progressing through this, you will understand when you can and cannot accelerate or when it's best to and best not to accelerate and when it's best and best not to put the brakes on. There are certain things at work that you will need to push and push and push to get the project done. You need to accelerate in these points. But then you need to make sure that you're putting the brakes on at the end. You can't let your employer just take, 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 take. You need to say, look, I've done this. Now I need to apply my own brakes. You don't get fired for that. You think about yourself. You take care of yourself. Same with your progression, with your fitness. If you're building up to a race, it's build, build, build. Tony, for example, is a prime example. I've got him on the calendar here. He's building up to doing running the 10 at the end of this month. We've got Sarah Howard, who is running the Canuck Half Marathon next Sunday. You know, people who are building up to events. It's go, 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 go until we get there and then accomplish it. Then we put the brakes on for a little bit after. We reassess. We do the after action review. We understand what we've learned, what went well, what didn't go well. And we push that into the next element when we're then going to put the accelerator down again. Ruth's a prime example. She's just done the Brighton Marathon. We've now got four weeks of 
not necessarily putting the brakes on, but actually dialing back a little bit, recovering. So that when we do come into next week, and Ruth, when we have our conversation next week, we're going to be pushing you into getting started on the triathlon, putting the accelerator on again so we can push you forward. I spoke to somebody who's potentially joining the Adventure Coach earlier today, and they've basically been stuck with their brakes on. Hazards on, side of the road, not interested in help, just sat there on the brakes, trying to figure out why she can't go anywhere. The thing is, we need to make sure there's a balance between the use of the accelerator and the use of the brakes. Because when we use the brakes too much, we can get a bit comfortable with not moving anywhere. When we use the accelerator too much, you're going to crash. So, team, a few things for you to think about here. Now, this all kind of boils down to productivity, doesn't it, really? Because as we're going through the development of utilising the accelerator and the brake pedals, we're looking at productivity. And the thing with productivity is productivity needs to be utilised productively. Now, let me describe what I've just said there. In order to be productive, we need to have focused time, focused attention on certain tasks at a time, ticking things off the list, getting stuff done. We are starting at the project and we are finishing the project and we are recycling to the next one and the next one and the next one. We are feeling like we are progressing. Productivity is progression. The thing is, you can't just shotgun productivity at the wall. You need to set boundaries for it. Much like accelerator and brake. What happens if you push both down at the same time? You're not going anywhere, yet you're revving the engine and spinning the wheels. If we are looking at trying to be productive, we need to be very intentional with what that productivity time looks like and when we're applying it. Again, folks, this comes down to you being productive in things for yourself, you being productive in your fitness, you being productive in how you're eating and fueling yourself, you being productive at work, you being productive as a friend, as a partner, whatever. Productivity isn't just work and emails. Productivity, if you think of productivity as progression in all these different aspects of life, then what you're doing is you're understanding that actually we need to put parameters. We need to set productivity hours, productivity periods, productivity boundaries so that we can break the day down. So I'm going to invite you now, folks, just think about it. I've got a big mentally taxing job for you to do. You know, it's going to take you a good couple of hours of deep focus. When are you going to do that? If you could do it at any point in the day, when would it be? Would you do it first thing in the morning? Would you do it later at night? At lunchtime? You know, when would you feel... If you had a, a clear calendar, a clear day, but you've got a mentally taxing two-hour big job that you need to get done, and you want to, you know, you want to make sure that you're giving your absolute best to get this job done, when are you going to do it? Morning? evening, afternoon, midday, think about it. Because the answer that you give is most likely going to outline briefly where you think your most productive time is going to be. When your brain is primed and ready to get the hard stuff done. For the large majority of population, as per a large majority of studies, it tends to be around the sort of 10am to 2pm mark. That kind of middle of the day you've got started. For me, if I've got a really big hard taxing job that I've just got to sit in front of the computer and do, I'll get up at four o'clock in the morning and do it. Because I know that I can have zero distractions. I know that I can settle myself down. I can put my earphones in and bosh, I can get the job done. As the day starts, there are too many distractions, too many other things going on. And actually, I'm better off doing it first thing in the morning. 
I know that there are certain people who are more night owls and morning than morning larks. And when it comes to a big job like that, actually they're better off going and doing it late at night, 10 o'clock. Put a bit of music on and just hammer out the project. Chill for a bit and then go to bed. Because when you look at what your productivity time looks like, you can then start to time when these big jobs are going to be putting in. Well, what are these big jobs? Are they workouts? Not necessarily. What are the biggest things that you've got in your life at the moment? Remember the jar analogy, the big tennis balls. What are the biggest things that are taking your attention right now? Because these are potentially times that you can look to deal with it. Now, regardless of what you decide to put in that productivity time, you've got to make sure that you don't start scrolling social media, checking emails, and doing general shit tasks that don't need to be taking your prime productivity time. That's a very important thing to bear in mind here, folks. And I think that's a very important thing to then apply to how we're going to progress forward to become our most adventurous selves. If we're looking to develop a skill, we need to put the time aside to get it done. If that's at the weekend and we need to learn bike maintenance or we need to understand you know, the weather for the mountains or we need to understand um, safety equipment for Tony's long run, for example, then we need to put some time aside. We need to make sure we've got our most productive time slots booked out to ensure that we can have maximum success in this development. Because what that's doing is it's making sure that you've got a nice long straight to plow the accelerator to the ground. And then when you get to that long straight, you can ease off the accelerator and put a little bit of brakes on. You can go for a walk outside. You can go for and do some training. You know, you can go and chill a little bit and then go back into whenever that next accelerator push is going to be. Team, when we look at look and understand when we can best push and when we need to pull back, we're going to have a much better balance in terms of taking on some of the hard stuff later on in life. This is not just health and fitness. This is in every aspect of your life. If you feel like you are slacking a little bit in maybe social interactions, social relationships, your close relationships, partners, families, or whatever, get some time aside. Find the most productive time in your day and block it off and go do something where you can give absolute 100% mindful attention to that person, that thing, whatever it is. And then work around it. Because this also applies to your adventures and the things that you want to do in life, team. If you've all got adventures on the cards and you want to get out to the mountains, you want to get out to the trails, you want to um, start getting into the pool, you want to start building your triathlon um, training base, you want to learn how to become more competent in the mountains, you want to look at new trails that you want to do for next year, whatever it is, find that time. Get specific with the training stimulus that you're doing and pack it with that. Utilize your most productive time. And use every training session like a chapter of a book so you fully understand what's going on. You want to understand all the characters. You want to understand everything that's, that's going on in that chapter to make sure that you can get maximum benefit. So when you're progressing forward, team, and you're bringing out your absolute best, define your productivity hours. And don't waste it with time scrolling. Time scrolling is not productive time. Time scrolling, there's a time and a place for it, absolutely, but I heard it in a podcast earlier today. If you find yourself wanting to do some scrolling and some stuff, I've got things to post on social media. I like to absorb content. You know, we all do. Do it in between the big tasks. So let's say you've got a training session and you've got some meal prep to do. Well, after your training session, 
and you've had a shower, take 10 minutes, sit on the bed, bit of a scroll, do what you need to do, get it done. Then go, do all your meal prep, focus again on that task. Stress plus rest equals growth, right? So you're stressing yourself by doing the thing, you're resting by recuperating after, and then you're going back into it again. No, don't use your phone for every single recovery because it's technically not recovery, but it's a task that's less productive that we want to be doing at some point in the day. So we might as well put it in the most intelligent time that we possibly can. So that's what I'm talking about when it looks like that. Because ultimately, folks, we need to understand what we most value and how we can bring about those results. Certain things that I've learned from this development is as building this business as the adventure coach, as trying to live the best as poss possibly can as the adventure coach, training towards big challenges, doing things, getting out into the mountains, taking on clients and having loads of conversations and dealing with and, and, and checking in with all of you wonderful people is you need to take time off. You need to rest and recover because if you keep grinding yourself and pushing yourself and pushing yourself and pushing yourself, then guess what? Things are going to go wrong. Things aren't going to go well. And as you're then progressing that forward, what's happening... We've just had a power cut. We've just had a power cut. There we go. What's happening is... I've just lost my trail of thought. Sorry. The internet's still on. I've still got a signal. Luckily, the internet's battery-powered, so we are good to go, team. Let me get back to my trail of thought. I think I've lost it. I'll come back to it in a minute. Ultimately, folks, we need to make sure that we are resting and recovering. We need to make sure that we are intentional with our time. We need to make sure that we are intentional with how we spend our energy. And we need to make sure that we're recognising it. We're far too keen to review that bad conversation or that negative thing. Review the good stuff as well. Like, what was amazing about this weekend? Oh, I had four days off, I could do this, and actually, the last time I felt so relaxed, it was three years ago when I was on holiday in Guernsey, you know, and I felt really relaxed after this holiday. Right, I need to do more of that. So every quarter, do you know what? I think every quarter I'm going to take an extra long weekend, have a four-day weekend. Detach, take some time out, recover. And as you're going through it as well, maybe you're going to learn these things as well. Actually, do you know what? I have got some leave. Maybe I should take the odd Friday or the Monday off and go and do something that I want to do. Because you're progressing, you're developing yourself. I think I spoke about this before, and ultimately, we need to ensure that we are working harder on ourselves than we are on our jobs. Because in this world, in this Western world, in this day and age, we spend far too long stressing ourselves out about our jobs. Team. I'm firmly in the camp of the model of employment is to pay you as little as possible to get you to do as much as possible. When you think of it like that, your life is not, your life value is not dictated by your performance at work. Yes, we spend roughly, you know, well, in fact, less than a third of our life at work. But what about the other two thirds? What are you doing? Are you getting on out on the bike like you said you wanted to, like you said you would? Are you getting in the pool? Are you doing the running on the trails? Are you specific with that and not just clogging it up with other stuff that you could possibly do? Are you getting out in the hills? Because guarantee, folks, you won't regret it. You won't regret it. 
Kirsty, she put a picture up, didn't you, the other day about your first Monroe of the year. How fantastic did you feel after that? First Monroe of the year and it was March, you know. There's a lot of time that has been put off there. Yes, weather and other things have come into play here. But look, as you start to do these things, you'll progress. You'll understand how much they mean to you. You'll understand that the things that you enjoy have much higher value in your life than work does. And if you're so lucky enough to be in a position where work is fantastic, you still need a break from it. I love my job. I love coaching people. It's brilliant. I love finding ways to help people become more capable, competent and happier in the great outdoors. Bringing out their most adventurous self. I love that. But I definitely still need to have breaks. Because the more you enjoy it, guess what? The more energy you're going to pour into it. And therefore the more time you need to take off. The less you enjoy it, the more energy it's going to take from you. Because you hate it. The more time you've got to take off. The common denominator team is balance. Is 100% having some balance. You need that. You do. And you need to give yourself a bloody time, uh, a time out sometimes. And stop being so hard on yourself for taking time off. And I'm telling you that from a lesson learned from me. Which has probably been one of the hardest lessons I've had to learn. Is that the world will not end if you take time off. So the common denominator from today's chat folks is understand that there's a big difference but also a very fine line between accomplishment and enjoyment. One is very different to the other and you need to be firmly in the camp of finding something you just enjoy to do and then the accomplishments will just come with it. You see all these people who ultra runners are fantastic for this. They just go out because they like running and all of a sudden they're amazing at running. All these people that just enjoy playing games, playing chess, whatever it is, slowly but surely they become amazing at playing chess. Did they set out to play it, be amazing at playing chess? Did they set out to be amazing at running? Probably not. They just started because they enjoyed it, they learned a new skill and they developed it. This is why when you do come to the end of a challenge, I'm going to invite you to think, right, what do you want to try next? What's new for you? What other developments are you going to try and chase? Because these new activities, they bring about amazing results for you. You are playing with your own adventure. You're playing with your own progression. And we need more play in life. So there we go, team. That's everything I've got to say for that tonight. A couple of housekeeping points. It's getting very windy out there, and I'm very conscious that the cover of my gym is just going to disappear in my periphery in a minute. Um, a couple of housekeeping points from me. The challenge has been set for this week. I do apologise that it didn't post yesterday. Um, for clarity, I have all of these challenges set and they go out on scheduled posts um, every Monday at 6am. And sometimes they've come out a little bit late because for some reason it's just not posted. I'm not entirely sure why, but I checked this morning because I realised I hadn't seen it come up. I checked this morning and uh, none of the scheduled posts are actually on a schedule. So I'm not entirely sure what's going on there. But for this one, it's actually quite well timed because you only need to go out and do one thing. And this has been inspired by our very own Tony, the original mountain man, who basically just wants you to go out and hurt for as long as possible, which is basically the premise of this challenge. Go out and move at your absolute max, 10 out of 10, as fast as you possibly can for as long as you possibly can. And really go to town on yourself on this one, team. Push it, push it, push it, push it. Go as hard as you can. 
if that's going to be a park run and you're going to absolutely cruise it, this is the time now to go for a PB this week, team. If you can't run, cycle. If you can't cycle, row. If you can't row, use the cross trainer. If you can't do any of those things and you can't move your lower limbs, drop down on the ground, do some push-ups, do some sit-ups, go as hard, go as fast as you can and be creative with it. The common denominator for this challenge is work hard for as long as possible. And let's see how creative people get in the comments because I'm quite excited for this one. And I'm going to join you on this one. I'm going to go out for a run session. I'm just going to go as absolutely hard as I possibly can and see what happens. And then I'll be there in the comments to join you as well. And team, for those who haven't heard from me today, you'll be hearing from me tomorrow morning, catching up with everybody. There's some fantastic feedback forms, which is brilliant. A couple of things that I want to jump on with folks. And then people have got their introductory calls with, uh, with Claire tomorrow as well. There'll be a couple of those that I'll be jumping on as well, just to kind of get a feel for where people are at, because that'd be good to hear in the background. But Honestly, folks, I'm really, really keen and super excited to see how you're going to progress from here. We are fully now into April. I'm very excited for our progression going forward. Let's rock and roll. So, pending any other comments, which I can't see at the moment, uh, they might have disappeared. I hope that this has been okay with the power cut. We still have no power, but we will work around it. The good thing about having a fully charged computer and Wi-Fi on battery power. So there we go, team. Folks. Have a fantastic rest of the week. I will be catching up with each and every one of you who I haven't already. I'll be catching up with you over tomorrow morning. And then we'll have Thursday night chat. Very excited for our conversation on Friday, on Thursday. Um, super exciting things we're going to dive into. And we'll go from there. So team, thank you so much for your attention. Alfida Sen, see you later.